Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about embedded and IoT and communications and all that kind of stuff. My special guest this week is Kailash Narayan, and he is a Vice President and General Manager with Keysight Technologies. Good afternoon, Kailash. How are you? Good afternoon, Rich. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Um, where, I, where I'd like to take this discussion, hopefully it's where you want to take this discussion, is into 5G. And I'd like to talk about this, the standard itself. Um, I know you guys have to, have to follow these standards because you have to support the standards because all your customers are trying to test these standards. But the word standard and 5G seems to be, there seems to be a disconnect there because I'm waiting for somebody to say, okay, it's done, it's ratified, here it is, go design to it. Is that ever going to happen? It's a good uh, question, Rich, and uh, uh, I'll answer it based on how things used to be with uh, the legacy standards. When I say legacy, I mean uh, the second, third, and fourth generation networks. Uh, standards uh, always progress in an iterative fashion. And um, usually it takes three, four years uh, for a certain version of standard to settle. I mean, if you look at uh, something like 4G LTE, um, I don't know. I mean, it probably started around 2006, 2007 timeframe and uh, took a little while to settle and then uh, around 2010. And then that was enough for commercialization and you had revisions past that, then we still have revisions. We've had revisions all the way through 2016 into, into release, release 14 and so forth. When you look at 5G, uh, the standards are progressing at a much faster pace, uh, a much more rapid pace than, uh, than anyone had ever anticipated. Uh, I do think that uh, the 5G TF, the pre-standards version of uh, 5G, uh, had something uh, to do with it. Um, and then when the 5G NR, 3G PPNR standard uh, kicked in in December of 2017, um, the industry was already ready to uh, start deploying uh, this technology. Operators uh, were pushing, uh, 5G, are pushing 5G pretty hard. Everybody uh, is looking for coming up with these new applications, deploying these new applications. So there is a lot of motivation in pushing the standard uh, at a pretty fast rate. So when you do that, and uh, there is complications in, in technology, uh, there are challenges that need to be overcome, it sort of progresses uh, iteratively. It feels like uh, things are, are, are going two steps forward, one step backward, but uh, bottom line is the standard progressing. We had the first version of the 5G standard uh, the non-standalone version of 5G come out in December 2017. The standalone version, the first iteration of that, came out in June 2018. And uh, I'd say we're kind of stabilizing on the non-standalone version uh, release 15. And, and then there's um, and, and there's a release 16 that's in definition right now. Uh, the uh, standard bodies have identified a freeze date for the release 16 already uh, in the uh, late Q1, early Q2 time of 2020, and uh, dates have been set for uh, uh, for release 17 as well. So I, I see that things are going fast, and I see uh, things are getting uh, deployed, and um, things are uh, in, in a little bit of churn, and it's iterative, but every version, every change request that comes out, 
is is a little bit better than um, than the previous one, and it's all for for good reasons. So I I'd say it's uh, par for course. Is it is it fair to say that one of the issues here with 5G is that there's so many different areas that have their fingers in this pot. It used to be just around a mobile phone standard. Now you have the automotive guys involved, you have the industrial guys with, with industrial IoT and in, in, Industry 4.0. Um, even the government seemed to be getting involved in this. Is, is that the case with 5G and that hadn't been around before? Uh, that, that is a uh, that is a, an interesting point. Uh, that is a big part of it. Um, as we all know, there are three different applications for 5G. You have the enhanced mobile broadband, uh, which is what Release 15 is all about, and uh, Release 16 is going to focus more on the ultra low latency and uh, reliability uh, types of uh, uh, types of um, use cases. Uh, we know that uh, exciting. 5G applications, new 5G applications like uh, remote surgery and augmented reality, uh, things of that nature uh, do require ultra-low latency. Uh, that is not the focus for, uh, for Release 15, and Release 17 uh, will go into further optimization. So I, I do think there is uh, some uh, level of segmentation and focus areas uh, for these major uh, revisions. So that's um, – and, and you have to – uh, from a techno uh, technology point of view, it takes you in different dimensions. There are uh, there are multiple frequency bands. There are wider bandwidths. There's the sub six uh, gigahertz space that you need to address. Obviously, there are many uh, technologies deployed already in the sub six gigahertz band. So when you're introducing 5G there, there's more uh, more work to be done. Uh, and in the millimeter wave space, millimeter wave bands are completely new. And, and the challenges are different. So I do think that uh, the diversity in the use cases and the technical complexities that the different frequency bands bring in and uh, the different technology dimensions bring in uh, are, are resulting in, uh, in, a, in a fast uh, yet iterative uh, type of an approach. Okay, let me put you on the spot here because we only have a few seconds left. I promise not to hold you to it. You tell me when we get a final ratification of 6G. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I'm uh, ready to call. In fact, um, uh, we uh, participated in a, uh, a 6G uh, summit, uh, an event uh, sponsored by University of Oulu uh, just recently, just a, a, a few days ago, and uh, we're, we've got a long way to go. So I'm not ready to call that one yet, but uh, you, you, you better believe that uh, we'll be there when it's there. Okay. All right. Uh, we have used up our five minutes and then some, so I'd like to thank Kailash. That was Kailash Narayan. He is a Vice President and General Manager of Keysight Technologies, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, Kailash. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. Bye.